Welcome to the Zanbergen Report, where wealth strategies and pop culture collide, featuring your distinguished host and certified financial planner, Bart Zandbergen. Welcome to our show of dream chasers and wealth makers. We are thrilled to be back in the studio today with a new episode of the Zanbergen Report. I'm proud to bring in the movers, shakers, and difference makers who are passionate about sharing what they have learned and what you need to know today. Hi, everyone. Thank you for being on the Zambergen Report. I'm so excited to have everyone here and listening to our podcast today. I'm super excited to have Jason Ma on the show. And I just wanted to tell you a little bit about Jason, just so you know who he is. He is a world-renowned chief mentor of the next-gen leaders. He is the CEO of 3EQ and a family business. With over 38 years of industry experience, including co-founding and leading successful education and technology ventures, and over 2 million miles of world travel, which I think is super fun, and there's lots of stories to be said about that, Um, Jason has inspired, he's guided, and he's transformed many people on one-on-one in their lives and numerous Gen Z's, um, elder leaders, while easing legacy and succession planning for the ultra high net worth families. So again, he is helping guide leaders and families through succession planning. And so part of that is really why we wanted him on our show today. Um, You know, Jason's not going to share this, but he commands five and six figures for his speaking engagements that he has spoken around the world. And so we're super excited and honored to have him on our show today. And um, as appointed member of the B20 and G20's official engagement group, I want him to talk about what that is for global business community and how he served in the future of work of education task force for G20. Um, Before I go into a little bit more about Jason, I would love for you to maybe if you can um, just maybe share what B20 and G20 is for the people who don't know what that is kind of, I'm hoping we can kind of peel back the onion today and get to know you and how you help so many families around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Tish, it's an honor and pleasure to be here. I'm so glad that we are finally replacing cold and dry with warm and, you know, hopefully hotter and hotter. I kind of like that. Grew up some Me too. Uh, G20, I'm sure that all you folks, uh, your audience is sophisticated. They know the G20, right? The leading international forum with presidents and prime ministers and the governments. The B20 is the official G20 forum representing the entire global business community, including your and all the audiences, uh, companies and firms and family offices. Uh, Technically speaking, we're not perfect. And I've been appointed member of the B20 for nine years. Um, one of the few Americans that get appointed every year, which is kind of unusual. And I've been sitting on their future of work and, and, and uh, education task force for the past nine years through Australia, Turkey, China, Germany, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Italy, Indonesia. This year is India. Uh, so I'm Silicon Valley's leading member quietly. I keep a low profile uh, kind of I, I see a few things. 
And that and is such an honor for you to be oh. on that, having that role and being part of those conversations. It's you. you it really is. Our work, uh, including policy recs that get the attention of the presidents and the prime ministers and all the governments, right? Yeah. We, we indirectly impact billions of people, countless yeah. people. So to me, that's within the uh, philanthropy bucket in my three buckets, right? My, my, I got a bucket in 3EQ, my family business. I'm building yeah. another tech company. And my smaller bucket is my philanthropy. That's part of that, uh, alongside yeah. other line items. That's amazing. And, and by the way, if you want to go to um, Jason's website, and we'll share more later. But if you want to go to his website, it's 3EQ.com. And you can see the plethora of amazing things that you have done and people who you've spoken with and the, the tables that you've sat on and been able to participate and make that global change and be a quiet influence globally, I think is pretty amazing. So we'll share all that stuff at the end, but if people right. want to also find you, they can they can find those pillars there on your website if, as well. If I could be upfront, um, you have to spell out, spell out three, T-H-R-E-E, E-Q.com, because yeah. the number three is taken. So seven characters, three EQ.com. Great point. Thank you for pointing that out, Jason. I appreciate it. So let's talk about families and let's talk about the next gen. If you don't mind, can we peel that onion back a little bit and talk about that? And a lot of our clients, maybe they've created successful businesses or sold successful businesses or influencers in their field, but maybe that next generation isn't prepared or doesn't know how to take on that family business or build their own business or create that legacy to keep it going. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you can start there of how you help some of these families. Mm. My, um, in one phrase, I would say my mission in my tiny little family business 3Q is to prepare next gens for greatness and transforming mm -hmm. lives. That says quite a bit, preparing next gens for greatness and transforming lives. I love that. Um, as what we talked about is that, you know, think about yourself, you know, you're, you you look like just graduated high school, same for me. I look like just graduated high school. <laughs> so you are a millennial, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I Even though I look 17, but I'm actually a tail end boomer. My daughters are 26 and 22. My Gen Z students, my high school students, my college yeah. students are mentees, I call them. Yeah. You got more energy than we do, right? We joke around all the time because my energy is like Gen Z, right? I bring a lot of love to them. Yeah. Yeah. And if we could peel back the onion, like what we talked about is that think of it in terms of life stages. Okay. Mm. Okay. Parents, mm -hmm. our legacy succession planning. We, we all get that, right? Your yeah. Parents, yeah. And, you know, our, our, our legacy, our, you know, am I happy? Are my relationships good? Are, am I joyful? Mm. Am I getting peace of mind, right? All parents. The fundamentals. That's me, me myself, yeah. right? I yeah. hate it when my kids hate me. Sometimes they hate me once in a while because, oh, dad, you, you, you messed up here. I said, okay, I learned, but I improved, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. uh -huh. right, LOL. And uh, high school kids, um, in, in, in especially wealthy families, right? You know, most wealthy parents, let's face it, they care about college admissions. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. College admissions, right? Hey, get my kid into as high level of a school as possible, preferably some brand names, mm -hmm. blah, 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 right? Part of that core is really for the kid's future. And part of it is really social currency. I could say yeah. goes to goes to Harvard, goes to Berkeley, goes to USC, goes to Penn, goes to Wharton, right? Yep. And you could imagine my kids did 
pretty well, right? They have to yeah. come kids. And when it comes to, that's high school kids, right? But when it comes to college kids or university yeah. kids and grad school kids as well, and they care about what's in front of them, right? They're, they're academic, they're social, mm -hmm. competitive college life. Mm -hmm. A lot of families, a lot of parents, I see it all the time. It pains me. And, you know, all they thought about back in high school is to get my kid into, all they think about is college admissions. Right. So brainwashed That's the focus. by media. They're brainwashed by my competitors, right? So all they talk mm. about is college admissions. And I say, listen, you're talking to the mentor of mentors, the coach of coaches, right, of college consulting. I got down to such a science. It's scary, right? Read my book, read my Forbes articles, watch my talks at Harvard Business School, Harvard, uh, Stanford GSB, uh, uh, Berkeley High, Wharton Alumni Clubs, they all include me, invite me uh, as exclusive speaker for the private events, right? So you can imagine they, they yeah. want to preparing your kids for, for, for a competitive high school, for elite college missions, for uh, college life, for a career, for personal success, right? All parents, these are powerful parents, right? They all get yeah. that. Yeah. And, um, but so college kids, they care about academics, they care about activities, they care about what I call boyfriend, girlfriend uh, management yeah. uh, as stress and anxiety management. Right. So much anxiety and stress mm. oh in yeah. college, especially in college. Yeah, because the expectations. Now, high school is like pedal to the metal. It's crazy, right? I don't want to be a high schooler, but I, I love <laughs> so many. It's, it's like, I don't know. I love my kids. They love me back and all that. And now, now, once you get out of college, within college, you also care about your career, your first job, internship, you know, et cetera, correct? Right. It's your life, your career, your future, your present. Yeah. And there's so much uh, bright and dark out there, you know, right. digital and TikTok and all the, the crazy pressure. Yeah, the, the from social, social media. Blah, 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 you know that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, so I became an extremely deep and effective, I would call it practical or pragmatic psychologist. Right, mm. individual, family, team, organization, company. I could read people like you wouldn't believe. It's scary, right? It's like I'm boom. You're not. You don't even know. I'm already kind of in in your soul and mind, uh, in, kind of subconsciously navigating, rewiring you. You don't even know that, right? It's like a soul, mind, body, right? Now, once you're working in your twenties, in your thirties, in your forties, then mm. you and I, but you know, you and I also we care about our our personal business career success yeah your parent you care about being a successful parent right, right. you have no experience as a parent you read right. a few things you heard a few things the manual. but it's like parenting <laughs> 1.0 right yeah and do you think that jason ma i did not struggle with my own kids i struggle with my own kids absolutely it's just that i i spend 20 25 000 hours doing you know the success coaching mentoring on top of my tech business career for 38 years I maybe I'm 99.999% more skillful than most parents, right? So net net, I still get my kids to listen to me. Net net, they did real super well, right? So so you know my 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 older daughter, she's now a, a level five senior software engineer at Google. She's mm -hmm. like years ahead of even her Ivy League competitors, right? Or or, or, or peers, making big bucks, you know, up approaching you know up there, right? So in a fraction yeah. of point one percent for the bracket. Right. My younger daughter, she graduated Wharton, which is a number one number one uh, business school. Business school, yeah. Actually, a software engineer now, which is a path least traveled, right? Wow. And so she worked at Slack, worked in Salesforce. Even the C suite in Slack, some of them wanted to mentor her.
because when mm. they see her present in an internship before her senior year in, in Penn Wharton, when she presented her full stack project in front of hundreds of people, people were like, the jaws drop. It's like, damn, this kid's got some leadership chops. She wow. could communicate, right? Yeah. So I like this kid. And today- The hard me, skills and the soft skills. And and now my point here is not to brag on my, my kids. I'm just saying two of a hundreds of data points, right? Yeah. Like, what, what, and, and today, uh, Lydia tells me, Dad, I'm recognized up and down at Slack to be a culture ad, mm. culture fit. That's awesome. That's A plus. Because yeah. people tell her, all of her boss and people tell, Lydia, with you around in person, virtually, everyone performs better. Everyone's, mm. everyone's inspired. What a compliment. You see? Soft skills, yeah. right? Yeah. The soft skills. I, that's yeah. a long-winded answer to your question. I show back to you. I could go all day long, but I no, I love this. No, I think that this is fantastic. So what you just in summary, you kind of what I think is something that maybe you can share an example, but I feel like what you were identifying was there's a difference of the child's goals and objectives and where they are in their mindset. And then the parents goals and objectives and their mindset and you're helping through many different tools. Yeah intertwine them and connect them and then also make it more of a better relationship, but also look at those soft skills and give a different perspective on how they might be thinking, but then also lean on to the things that they're, that's on their mind to help them right. through that. And I'm guessing you're reducing stress along the way as well, okay. but creating these amazing leaders. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I wrote on the three Q website, I put it right up front on the homepage. So people hopefully, you know, I find that the client parents that I attract, these are sophisticated people. These guys, these guys are, are on average ultra high net worth, right? CEOs and investors and people like that, serial entrepreneur. Yep. And some of them went to Stanford, they went to Harvard, they went to, they went to Berkeley. Right? They're very sophisticated, they do read. And they're not flippant, right? For flippant uh, people, not my, not my target, right? So people like to go deep with me because what I do is so deep. And yeah. I get to know the kids, get to know the parents, get to know the family so deep. It is so much fun. It is so much fun. So I, I see you're seeing the transformation over time. Massive transformation. I see, I see, you know, what what parents care about. Once again, I care about peace of mind. I care yeah. about relationships. Especially Happy. once you get to your uh boomers getting into your 70s and 80s. I got billionaire saying, Jason, I'd love to see you again, right? When you come over, visit me, have dinner. Yeah. And because to them, the most important thing is relationship now. They got all the wealth on earth, right? Right. And I contacted right. an old friend of mine, uh, the former NFL commissioner, the former chairman of Georgetown University. Yeah. So next time come to come to DC, look me up, man. You know, have visit me, right? It's like they they want to have relationships with people that yeah. they like, family, yeah. friends, and and partners. In a business, yeah. they do they don't put it well, right? What they worry about is not to have that. What they worry about is. If, if I'm going to be, uh, like for me, right? If I'm going to be in bed, I might be six foot under three months later. Yeah. Do I want people who love me, really love me around me? Or do I want people who just want my money? The question you is You want clear. them to be around you. Yeah, 100%. That's it. That's That's it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I call it kind of, you, you need to start early, minimize pain and maximize pain. The game mm. of course, family offices and, you know, you got, you got, private banks, you got wealth managers, you got multi-family offices, you got single family offices in this India, in this audience, uh, mm -hmm. you know, parents, right? Of course, we all care about wealth preservation, you know, wealth uh, enhancement, 
yeah. including reduction, getting a second citizenship, blah, 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 right? That's obvious. Yeah. But end those of the are day, those hard goals that you're talking about, but you're going hard, back to the soft course, skills right? or soft right. things that people want. That, that's that's a like hardware kind of right i'm like your core operating system the software mm -hmm. if your mm -hmm. software is not high quality if your mm -hmm. ai algorithm is not high quality okay and if the data you acquire the experiences are not high quality your machine learning okay your chat gpt is not going to be very accurate not very high quality right if you want to build a skyscraper if the foundation is not drilled precisely engineer planned and execute it into the bedrock, deep and broad, your skyscraper is gonna be wobbly, right? Mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the, the anxiety, the failure, the even worse, right? And and uh, you could go to the high schoolers page, for example, on the 3Q website. And in the middle, I gave a couple of links, and one of them points out that, you know, did you know that all the Ivy League, eight Ivy League universities, right? Harvard, uh, Princeton, Yale, Columbia, Penn, Dartmouth, Brown, Cornell. I could say all these top 50s in my head. Yeah. I yep. all of them. And all of them's got a failing mental health policy grade. Did you know that? Mm -mm. Highest no. grade was Penn. It was only a D plus. They still fail. It's insane. Wow. Wow. The amount of stress and anxiety in there. It now, doesn't surprise me. So for some of the kids that are lucky enough to get in, some of them's got massive hooks, right? Oh, daddy donated $50 million, or I'm a division one athlete, right? Or blah, blah, blah. Most kids that I send, they don't have hooks. I'm, so I'm very proud of that accomplishment, right? The, the successful thing. And and uh, so, but once you get in there, they, you know, oh my God, I see it everywhere. And, and uh, you know, it's very competitive. Once you're there, it's like imposter syndrome up the boom. Yeah. You're no yeah. longer top in your high school. You're one of many. Yep. And for some of the legacy kids come from very wealthy families, some of them are stressed out because, because their own competitiveness was actually not as high compared to the kids that got in with merit. You get my point? Right, right. It's a different type of drive. <laughs> right. So so I need to, I want parents who listen, don't, 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 don't have this what I call college admissions myopia, short sighted. Mm. See the forest for the trees, not just the trees in front of you, right? Like for kids with high in, with high school kids, uh, families with high school kids, it's like they see oh college admissions. That's just the trees in front of you. Right. See the forest, know how to navigate. Get get a guy like me to help you navigate, mm -hmm. because once you get in there, it's so overwhelming. The resources. Mm -hmm. are like, mm -hmm. Go to go to Berkeley, for example. Go mm -hmm. to Harvard. It's very overwhelming for them. You know. Right. So, right. Okay, I'll, I'll stop there. I'll, I'll, no, no, I think this is good. So can you give us an example? Mm. Give us one example um, to any age. You've referenced high sure. school, you've referenced college and, okay. and the different so pressures many. are going in. Give us one story, one example. I'll give you two or three. How, you, how they've broken through some of the, the issues or been able to advance to the next level or sure. maybe a tip. Sure. Okay. Let's start with. Uh, I'll give you quick examples. Uh, middle school, high school, college, and okay. and and, uh, and older. Sounds okay. good. Yeah. So, for example, one kid, age eleven. Um, in fact, my younger daughter, right? You know, when social uh, device addiction, social media addiction, mm. and I even wrote a Forbes article called uh, "Why to Start Preparing for College in Sixth Grade." It got a lot of eyeballs. Some six figures eyeballs. Right? Wow. And in that article, I intentionally did not write about academics. I wrote about habits. Right. Mm. It's like, oh, my God, my my wife and I had a deal when she was 11 that, honey, uh, she tells me, 
at age 13, I'll start taking her as one of my students, as one of my mentees, right? Wow. But at age 11, I realized that she was spending dozens and dozens of hours wasting time online, right. social media device, right? The iPad, yeah. et cetera. Yep. And if she keeps on going like that, kind of like boys, if you leave the middle school kid, the, the middle school boys, uh, okay, just let them find their passion. That passion is going to be watching pornography, lots of games. They're going to become a vegetable up there. Mm -hmm. get all you know texting all the crazy things right no you're giving direction you yeah. have to guide them you have to give them direction right yeah so my yeah. strategy is that maybe you know, you know i'm i'm a probably a bit bit more skilled than most parents right so first of all you have to start with lots of love mm. it does not feel that you love them like there's no tomorrow unconditional they're not yeah. gonna listen to you all the time right they, they'll, they'll, they'll they'll you know it's 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 an equation positive reinforcement so, so I started conditioning him, started conditioning her. And I said, honey, okay, all right, um, you know, limit to 10, 10 hours per, per week. And, and uh, but be honest with me, if you exceed 10 hours, you have to stop doing this nonsense, right? Mm. I'm a condition her. So it became, you know, weakness to a neutral, neutral to a strength. Over time, mm. a, a super strength. Today, Love her that. ability to focus is amazing, right? It's like, oh my God, the build, it's like this Gen Z, some of them, if you guide them well, they can flip between the emotional state and back to peak state very quickly. Love so that. older people, the, the, the wires are different, right? It takes me 20 minutes to get back into peak state to a top performing state, right? Yep. So it's all biochemical in addition mm -hmm. to spiritual mind and, and body. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one example. And then, and then the rest is history, right? So Lydia got into Wharton early decision. She even said no to Harvard twice. It's amazing. A Harvard rep wanted to interview her twice because Wharton, the top business school was indeed her dream school, right? Wow. And then um, going to high school, um, one example, oh my, so, so many examples, it's crazy. I got one kid um, that she came in late in in uh, the summer be before her her, her, her her senior year. Okay. She's, she's kind of like a reverse problem, right? It's like, hey, do that. You're, I mean, man, I wish I could have started coaching you a year earlier. Then I would have right. stopped you from doing a whole bunch of things that you did. You got too much. But they had some good lessons along the way, like you said in the beginning. <laughs> this and this and this, and then you're taking 20 something APs and also IB courses. Are you freaking crazy? Mm. No, that's way, way, way too much, right? That's already way above the threshold necessary mm. academically. Uh, creating balance. Yep. Uh, within into the IBs, right? Because what the IBs and all that they look for is that, okay, enough. Uh, academic performance. Then they look at your story, look at your soft skills, your yeah. storytelling evidence by essays and rec letters, and the look yeah. and feel, and how do you fit, and some politics for the year, blah blah blah, right? So that's yep. a reverse thing. And then another kid, uh, uh, my my own my own uh, older daughter. Uh, I could speak about speak about my daughter so free, freely because a lot of my clients are a little bit confidential and all that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and my uh, younger daughter, my older daughter, she, when she was 14 years old, she, you know, she was like, dad, I don't know what the hell I'm doing in high school. I need help. Right. Yeah. So I guided her yeah. and, and activities and, and, uh, and uh, one, one uh, takeaway for parents, right. Is that when you have kids that are in grade school, in, yeah. uh, in kind uh, kindergarten, in grade school, one habit you really, really want to help them is to help them build a very strong reading habit. They mm. have physical books read in bed with them, okay? Mm. Um, digital, they're gonna become super expert very quickly. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but hone in them a very strong reading habit. Read, 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 read. 
then then bake that in into the system into their their their, their 60 trillion you know uh, synoptical connections right yeah with 100 billion little neurons each neuron is a little humanoid it's got its own personality okay think of it that way okay and and uh so my so my uh older daughter she got she applied and and she she you know she's uh, oh my god dad i i but by the way, it's a funny story too. In in ninth grade, I took her to Columbia in New York City. I can okay. show you a picture. It cracks me up. She was like head down, sitting on bench. She tells me, "Dad, I hate Columbia. I hate Columbia." Right. And then the beginning of her senior year, three years later, uh, she said, "Dad, I love Columbia. I love Columbia." What was the switch? <laughs> switch, right? Kids are kids. Kids are all over the map, right? Just being kids. And then she applied early decision, got rejected, got got kind of shit faced, right? I said, yeah, oh yeah. My God, I got rejected. And yeah. she got rejected. And then she got admitted to a couple of IVs. And then she got, oh dad, I got rejected to all these other things. I mean, she's kind of each kid is different, right? She's yeah. got her own version of melodrama and all that. Yep. And then and then later on, she chose uh, Georgetown over uh, a couple of IVs. I even debated with her, honey, you know, these Georgetown is an elite school, very famous, but it's not as uh, brand name as these Ivies, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it's about fit and belonging. And then she chose yeah. Georgetown because of her values. You get the jet sweat. She likes that. She wants to go for urban home in the East Coast. Why? Because she grew up in Silicon Valley suburb, right? Right. So both my daughters thing, right? It's like I say go because I know that for technology, you might come back, right? Right. Blah, blah, blah. And, and she went into the McDonald's school business. Um, and, and, uh, but in her, in her freshman year in Georgetown, she got bit by the Silicon Valley bug and mm. started pivoting to computer science. Mm -hmm. and after she took an intro to computer science class, yeah. she like, hustled, fight real hard and even beat out graduate students, got a paid internship. One thing led to another, so cool. moved from, from business to CS. And then, uh, and then, uh, Roly hustle and did her activities back in high school. By the way, she founded this Acts of Random Kindness Club, Arc Club, nice. that nice. spread to 150 schools across all over Silicon Valley, by the schools, public schools, California, nation, even through part of international. And I said, "Honey, you you need to keep remaining. You need to keep being a spiritual leader for these kids, right? I'm mm -hmm. more than she is right now. She's like yeah. way way back for her." Yeah. Um, so, so back to Sabrina, um, she got lucky along the way and yeah. got somehow got into the, you know, we met people and then got into the program at Google and then got into internship at Google in the summer before her senior year. And then, and then during the senior year got hired, right, by Google, which is a unheard of yeah. senior vice president, former of human uh, resources or people operations at Google. We know each other, right? I, I, I know friends at high places. And you know, he said it's 20, 25 times harder to get into Google than to get into Harvard. He was not kidding. Because <laughs> Harvard back then was six to six or seven percent at mid rate. Google is like 0.25% higher rate. Wow. So one out of four applications. That's how hard it is in Google. Today is more like over 10x harder to get into Google than, than Harvard, right? It's amazing. So Jason, I'm gonna interrupt you, but we are out of time. Oh. But I wanna make sure that if you have any like final thoughts or any ultimate lessons you've learned or you've shared with your clients. And then we can also, um, we can put down some key points as the end of our show that we can always loop back around and share with all of our audience as well. Because 
I'm sure you and I can chit chat for all day long with all of your amazing knowledge that you've shared with so many people, but I want to be able to make sure that in summary, if you can kind of wrap up some of the things that you've talked about, and I know like the life stages, preparing children, middle school, junior high, high school, later on creating those relationships, you've shared that in story, which has been amazing because it's simple shifts, but it takes time to create those dynamic personality um, advantages so they can be successful in life, which is sounds easy to do, but it's really not. And not a lot of people know how to do that. So um, what's something maybe you can kind of put a bow around this and kind of share as a final thought? I would say, I'll keep it simple. Okay, start early. Mm-hmm. Minimize pain, maximize mm-hmm. gain. Yeah. And just like, because um, your kids will never, the kids might, once they become very mature adults in their 20s, yeah. 30s, they yeah. might circle back and listen to parents quite a bit. They may start to really appreciate parents, right? Yeah. But for the younger younger ones here, um, you know, seriously, you know, get trusted third-party top-notch and mentorship coaching. Mm-hmm. To help you. Because, you know, it's kind of like uh, as a successful CEO, if, if you're not coachable by, by let's say Warren Buffett's going to coach you. Would you like to? Yeah. Absolutely, right? you got to be yeah. coachable. And right. then it's going to... and. And there's a book called Trillion Dollar Coach by Bill Campbell. Without the late, great Bill Campbell, Steve Jobs, Sheryl Sandberg, Larry Page, a whole bunch of very powerful CEOs will tell you that without Bill Campbell, they would never even come close to being that successful. Bill Campbell helped add about $2 trillion of market cap. Yeah. So that trust of mentorship or coaching yeah. is very, very important. Yeah. It is important. Yeah. I love it. So this is amazing. So thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. I think that what, because we have more amazing points, we can just put that in the description at the end. And I have had such a pleasure having you on the show and sharing your experiences and stories through your own family in some of the similar situations you do with your clients um, around the world. So um, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate that. Thank, thank you so much, Atish. I, I like to, uh, one final point is go to my website. There's so much uh, incredible, yes. actionable insights in there. My talks, my articles, and uh, it's it's going to really, you know, kind of light, light you up. So I love it. Well, that. you want to say it one more time so then people can know where to find it. And then we'll also have it links at the end. Right. Wonderful. Yeah. T-H-R-E-E-E-Q.com. Just go there. It's all there. And feel free Wonderful. to reach out to me too. Perfect. Well, thank you, Jason. I appreciate it so much. And it's been a pleasure having you on the show. This concludes our uh, show for today. Thank you. It's an honor and pleasure. Tune in next week for the latest edition of the Zanbergen Report, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Catch up on our recent shows by visiting podcast.bartzanbergen.com. The Zanbergen Report is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio and Spotify. Interested in being a featured guest on our show or have a question you'd like to hear us answer? Email podcast at bartsandbergen.com. The contents of this podcast episode do not constitute an offer of securities or a solicitation of an offer to buy securities and may not be relied upon in making an investment decision related to any investment offering Access Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Access does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information contained herein. Opinions are our current opinions and are subject to change without notice. Prices, quotes, rates are subject to change without notice. Generally, investments are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed and may lose value.